Welcome to Health Matters at Sargent College. The mission of Sargent College is to advance, preserve, disseminate, and apply knowledge in the health and rehabilitation sciences. BU's Sargent College strives to create an environment that fosters critical and innovative thinking to best serve the healthcare needs of society. Each episode of Health Matters at Sargent College will include faculty, students, or alumni who will share their knowledge with you. I'm Karen Jacobs, the Associate Dean of Digital Learning and Innovation at Sargent College, and I'll be your moderator for each episode. Welcome to this episode of Health Matters. I'm delighted to have Lucy on. And Lucy, you've been on Health Matters before. So welcome and reintroduce yourself to our listeners, please. Thank you so much for having me, Karen. Um, yep, my name is Lucy and I just graduated from Boston University's entry-level OTD program. Um, and I'm excited to, to kind of talk with you again. I think it's been... Uh, two years since I was last on. Yes, you were one of our first guests um, when we first started and we're, boy, we're into episode in our seventies already. Um, wow. So Lucy, yeah, so I'm so happy you're here. So Lucy, I wanna go back in time. Um, you've already graduated, you've passed your MBCOT exam, congratulations. Um, Thank you. Very interesting capstone. Um, project while in the Boston University entry-level OTD program. Could you share with our listeners what that was about and where it was located? Yeah, definitely. Um, so something that really drove me to the field of occupational therapies, I just, I love that we focus on not just the physical aspects of health, but also the cognitive you know, the emotional, the social, the environmental factors, all, I mean, they're, you know, just the holistic perspective that occupational therapy brings to care just really resonated with me and my passions. And I feel like that kind of trickled into, into the capstone project that I worked on, um, which was identifying what the occupational priorities are of people experiencing unsheltered homelessness in Chicago. Um, and there are a couple of and, and this field of, of uh, healthcare is called street medicine. And so it's um, trying to eliminate a lot of the barriers that exist to obtaining healthcare by just providing free care on the street. And so there are a variety of street medicine organizations that have occupational therapy, but it's definitely an emerging field. Um, and there were you know, no occupational therapists that did that in Chicago. And so that was my, my role is kind of conducting a needs assessment, identifying what are the priorities, and then also outlining what the role of occupational therapy is within street medicine teams. So Lucy, this is such an important area. Um, and it's not just in Chicago, it's everywhere around the, the world. Um, can you explain to us uh, a little bit more about what you saw the role of occupational therapy in street medicine? So the priorities that I heard from a lot of the clients 
um, the top two things, which were tied for the, the amount of times that they were expressed to me, first was just um, psychosocial support. So having someone just listen to them and validate the challenges that they've had and also celebrate the successes that have, that have made them um, successful up to this point. Um, and so that was one really major theme. And the other one was kind of helping provide some education and new strategies for managing health conditions. Um, and just, I, I feel like that kind of speaks to the, the beautiful wide scope that occupational therapy has. You can have clinicians go in with um, more of a mental health background and that's still super applicable to the priorities. Um, but also you can have people come in with more of a rehab, um, splinting, you know, kind of more of that biomedical frame of reference. And that's still really in line with the priorities that were um, expressed to me. Lucy, that's wonderful. So it sounds like it's a, a, large, a large scope of practice that we can be involved in. Um, what other professionals were you working with um, on this approach of street medicine? So Chicago Street Medicine was started by a group of medical students um, at the University of Illinois in Chicago. Um, and it's kind of grown to encompass um, students from Northwestern, students from the University of Chicago, and also students from uh, Loyola. But it's been primor primarily medical students and um, their attendings and residents supervising them. So they've had um, you know, a social work student go out on street runs before. They've had um, you know, maybe a few phys physical therapists and also um, like dentists go out. But you know, those, those kind of opportunities for interprofessional collaboration were far and few between. Uh, and so, you know, part of my role coming in was, was saying, okay, well, this is what occupational therapy is. Um, this is what the research shows of how it could be potentially beneficial as a part of a team member here. Um, and then over the three months that, you know, I worked with them, we identified um, kind of just how OT's unique role is, is really zooming out on what are the things that are impacting health uh, and health management. And um, so, yeah, so to answer your question, right now it's, it's just, we have our medical students, we have a great group of OTs that are involved um, now as a result of the Capstone Project. And I am still working with Chicago Street Medicine um, as their director of community integration. And we are working on getting social work students um, you know, involved on our runs. And hopefully we can, we can also connect with some mental health professionals as well. That's great. So you're um, continuing this collaboration even though your capstone has concluded. Um, you're no longer in Chicago, so you're doing this virtually? Yeah, I am, yeah. So that's, I mean, that's the great thing about um, this organization is, is all of their board meetings take place virtually, um, all the meetings that they have with uh, like the leaders of each one of the different medical schools takes place virtually. And so because I was able to kind of network while I was in Chicago and form just really great connections with not only chapters, but also other community organizations. Um, they felt that I would be able to continue that work, even though I wouldn't be in Chicago. And I was super honored to, 
to be offered the role and, and have an opportunity to continue to be able to collaborate with them. That's wonderful. And in that, that role, um, is there ways that people who aren't in the Chicago area might be able to avail themselves to doing some volunteer work virtually? Is that possible? Yes, so we actually have um, a volunteer out in California who contacted us and just kind of said just that, like, I am going to medical school next year, um, but I'm really passionate about this area of healthcare. Is there any way that I can kind of help out? And um, so he's been working with me and uh, some of his you know, interests are identifying what public facilities are available for people experiencing homelessness. And he was able to call all of the organizations that we've partnered with um, and identify if they have showers available um, for, for individuals that might not be receiving those services at a point in time. And he was able to identify that the only service in Chicago that offered showers um, was an organization called Shower Up. And they have a mobile unit with showers. And, and so we, because of his work, um, just really cold calling and, and, and getting to know our, or, our community organizations, our community partnerships better, we were able to identify that this was you know, a really big asset in the community. And as a result, we are currently in the process of planning um, a more consistent collaboration with them in which we have um, our medical teams working side by side with them during their um, mobile shower events. That is incredibly wonderful. Um, and hearing about the ability to, to do this volunteer work, even if you're not in the Chicago area is really wonderful. For people to reach out to you or to the organization, um, what would be a good email or um, a link to the website? So if you um, wanna learn more about our organization, you can check out more at our website, uh, which is chicagostreetmedicine.org. Um, and there you'll, you'll find um, a tab that says contact us and we have an email uh, that you can, can reach us out at. Uh, but I also encourage, um, if you are interested in street medicine and, and kind of getting involved, there are many local street medicine organizations. Uh, and so I think that might be Kind of my first recommendation is reach out to your community organization and, and see what's happening and is occupational therapy um, or your healthcare profession involved and if not advocate for it um, my supervisor and i we spoke with kind of the founder of street medicine jim withers and it was just so validating to hear him say like i think occupational therapy um, there's just such an untapped potential with having that field in street medicine. And, and I give my full support, uh, you know, with the work that we were doing. And so, um, you know, it's a field of medicine that has so much room to grow. And so um, look around, see if there's a street medicine organization near you. And if, if not, or if you'd like to hear more about kind of the journey that, that I took with my capstone project, you can go ahead and reach out to that um, email address on our website. Great, Lucy, thank you so much. And I'm sure people will um, be interested to learn more. So Lucy, we're gonna transition in the last um, few minutes of this episode. Um, you're no longer in Chicago. You, again, passed your exam. So you're 
out there um, looking for a job and you're in North Carolina, uh, a community that you haven't really, you didn't grow up there. Um, how are you doing? <laughs> it's beautiful. I'm going to come visit you sometime. Um, how, how are you um, beginning to do this kind of job hunting? Yeah, I mean, that's a great question. So I'm uh, originally from the DC area, you know, went to Boston for, for OT school. Um, and then my field work level two experiences, the first one was in Philadelphia, the second one was based out of Columbus, Ohio. And then of course my capstone project was in Chicago. And I made such wonderful connections with like the occupational therapy community in Chicago. And so um, I was brought to North Carolina because my partner just got a job here. And, you know, it's pretty close to both of our, our, our parents' uh, homes. Uh, but it, it, you know, it definitely kind of, um, it made me kind of step back and think, hmm, okay, well, I, I truly am just kind of starting from the ground. And, and hopefully work my way up. And so um, something that I have been able to do is, is first, um, I just wanted to see what kind of jobs were out there. Uh, and I found a couple of jobs that I was really interested in. Uh, and I looked at, you know, the webpage to see what current occupational therapists are there um, and whether maybe one had gone to Boston University. And one of, I did find one uh, and she, I, I called her on the phone and, and she was just, uh, just so wonderful. Just, you know, kind of gave me um, more information about the occupational therapy community here in this area. I'm, I'm living in the research triangle of North Carolina, so near Durham, Chapel Hill, Raleigh. She kind of gave me um, just some information about uh, like where new grads typically find jobs, um, also opportunities for research that exist. And uh, I'm, I'm just, I feel so grateful for that because, um, or I feel grateful for the, the Boston University community, just knowing that I could just email somebody out of the blue and, and you know, she said, I will, I will help mentor you through this experience. Just knowing that I'm not just kind of moving around the dark anymore. Um, and then Karen, when I spoke to you, you also have connections at the occupational therapy school here in Chapel Hill, the University of North Carolina. And so I was able to speak with their uh, former fieldwork coordinator and kind of also talk to her about what my career interests were and hearing about what uh, facilities exist in this area and got some feedback from her of where I should apply. Um, and then also we had, I mean, there's just being a part of Boston University, there's just, you know, we have, uh, our faculty members have connections. Our, we have a bunch of grads all over the US. And then also um, we, I reached out to an occupational therapist that spoke to us in one of our classes because she's an entrepreneur. And so she kind of put me in touch with someone that she knew that was looking to have occupational therapists join her company. And so, um, you know, I, I do feel like just by, looking within the BU network, I've been able to kind of get a better idea of, of what's happening in this area and get to know more occupational therapists. That's wonderful, Lucy. And um, you did this in a uh, in, in an informal manner, you know, we word of, of mouth um, for finding a job in some ways because one person connected you to another who might've had a job opening. Interestingly, um, this kind of networking um, is becoming more and more common. And Boston University itself 
has a whole alumni connection as another thing that you might want to uh, join as well that can open up opportunities um, with other professions besides occupational therapy that might have job opportunities too. So um, I'm so impressed with all the places that you've lived, um, what you accomplished on your capstone, and most importantly, for all the work and the work you will be doing in occupational therapy. I'm so happy you're part of this beloved profession. Well, thank you so much, and I, and I appreciate it. I wouldn't be where I am today without your mentorship and, and your ability to kind of um, instill in me to not be afraid to reach out to people. At the end of the day, people are people. So thank you so much, Karen. Oh, you're welcome. And thank you for being on Health Matters. I'll look forward to you coming on again. I would love to. <laughs> we'll chat soon. Thank you again. And everyone, thank you for listening to Health Matters. <laughs>